नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर वन टेक्स्ट नंबर थ्री महताम खलु विप्रर्षे उत्तम श्लोक पादयो छाया निर्वृत चित्ता कुटुंबे स्पृहा मति महताटीज खलु सटनली विप्रर्षे ओ ग्रेट सेज अमॉन्ग दि ब्राह्मणस उत्तम श्लोक पादयो ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड छाया बाय द शेड निर्वृथा सेशिएटेड चित्ता नाम हुस कॉन्शियसनेस नेवर कुटुंबे टू फैमिली मेंबर्स स्पृहा मति कॉन्शियसनेस विथ अटैचमेंट ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद एलिवेटेड महात्मास who have taken shelter of the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead are fully satiated by the shade of those lotus feet their consciousness cannot possibly become attached to family members purport by shrila prabhupada shila narottam das thakura has sung nitai pada kamala कोटिचंद्र सुशीतला जगत जुड़ाय ही डिस्क्राइब्स ही डिस्क्राइब्स द शेड ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ लॉर्ड नित्यानंद एस बीइंग सो नाइस एंड कूलिंग दैट ऑल मटेरियलिस्ट्स हु आर ऑलवेज इन द ब्लेजिंग फायर ऑफ मटेरियल एक्टिविटीज मे कम अंडर द शेड ऑफ हिस लोटस फीट and be fully relieved and satiated the distinction between family life and spiritual life can be experienced by any person who has undergone the tribulations of living with a family one who comes under the shelter of the lotus feet of the lord never becomes attracted by the activities of family life as stated in bhagavad gita param drishtva nivartate one gives up lower engagements engagements when he experiences a higher taste thus one becomes detached from family life as soon as he comes under the shelter of the lotus feet of the lord thus ends the bhakti vedanta purport so we are seeing in this part of the shrimad bhagavatam Parikshit Maharaj has begun to ask some questions uh, in this chapter and in this verse also. He is 
addressing Shukadev Goswami as Viprarshe, Viprarishi. Uh, like just like we have Raja Rishi, like that Viprarishi, the great sage among the Brahmanas, Rishi among the Brahmanas, Vipras. Mahatam Kalu Viprarshe. He's asking uh, about uh, Priyavrata uh, because in the previous chapter, in the last chapter of the fourth canto, Shukadev Goswami made a reference to Priyavrata as a great devotee who had renounced everything in this world. And then he became a householder and ruled the kingdom with two wives and many children. So when Parikshit heard that, he was intrigued. Viprarshe, how is it? You said that he was a great devotee, fully renounced, and you are saying he became a householder and he started ruling the kingdom. How could all this happen? So the same spirit of inquiry in today's verse. Mahatam Kalu Viprarshe Uttama Shloka Padayo Chaya Nirvrutha Chittana Na Kutumbe Spruhamatihi Mahatam, those great devotees who have taken shelter of Uttama Shloka Padayo Chaya who have come under the shade Chaya of Uttama Shloka Pada Uttama Shloka Padayo Chaya and what happens to them is that Nirvrutha Chittana completely satisfied Chitta their consciousness is completely satisfied and such great persons Naku Kutumbe Naspruha Matihi about Kutumbas, household affairs family affairs, Kutumba, Spruhamatihi, their matihi, their consciousness cannot be attached, Spruha, na Spruhamatihi, Kutumbe. So, uh, elevated Mahatmas, Mahatam, who have taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Uttama Shloka Pada Yoho, are fully satiated, nirvrutha chitta, by the shade of those lotus feet, padayo chaya. Their consciousness, matihi, cannot possibly become attached, spruha, to family members, kutumbe. So, this is the uh, interesting question that uh, Parikshit has brought up and uh, Bhagavatam is going to uh, teach us many, many aspects of devotional service and this is another important aspect that is going to come out in this discussion. <clears throat> so, uh, some of the uh, expressions that uh, Parikshit has used helps us as devotees, as sadhakas. Uh, we can learn certain things from this verse. Uh, first is nirvrutha chitta. 
to come to a state, a devotee, his consciousness, chitta, is supposed to be nirvrutha chitta. Nirvrutha means completely satisfied, tranquil, not agitated, very, very peaceful, at ease. So, our devotees are in that state of consciousness, nirvrutha chitta. Uh, the opposite to appreciate sometimes we may have to understand the opposite position. So what is the opposite of nirvrutha chitta? Uh, <clears throat> that very, very satisfied consciousness. Uh, there are many expressions in, in Krishna consciousness which describes the opposite situation. One is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained, bhava mahadhavagni. Bhava means material existence, our life here. Uh, bhava maha davagni. Dava means forest. Agni means forest fire. Davagni means forest fire. So, uh, this material existence or material consciousness means when, is, when one is in a state of consciousness of uh, being in a forest fire, full of anxiety <clears throat> and burning in the heart. So it's definitely not a very, very peaceful situation. Uh, and so that is the state of existence of a, a normal condition. So another expression that uh, is used Again, we sing in the morning prayers, samsara dava nala lidha loka. Lidha means afflicted. Lidha loka. Loka is referring to the general populace. Lidha loka, afflicted population. What are they afflicted? Dava anala. Again, forest fire. And what, what is this forest fire? Samsara dava anala lidha loka. So, uh, human population which is afflicted by this forest fire. And Prabhupada explains that how forest fire is, when there is a fire in the forest, the animals are in great distress. They are running here, there, here, there. But everywhere, where can they run? Everywhere they are engulfed with, for, with fire and they just get burnt. <coughs> so, uh, living entities in this material world, we are trying to find solutions for the problems, run here, run there, run different directions, but one problem after another, after another. Even if one has solved all problems, then finally there is a death problem, which we cannot escape. And then we have to submit ourselves to that uh, problem. And finally, we get charred in this uh, material existence. <clears throat> so, samsara davan alalid haloka is another uh, expression, another uh, expression of our situation in this world. Another third one uh, that uh, is explained by Narottam Das Thakur, great devotee. Samsara vishanale. Divanishi Hiyajwale. 
This is another very interesting way of saying samsara vishanale. Uh, earlier to uh, were just saying anala means fire. He is Narottam Das Thakur is further saying this is vishanala, this poisonous flames. <laughs> so flame itself is you know can singe us. Imagine it's poisonous flame. So where is the hope? This samsara is vishanale and divanishihyajwale and i have allowed this poisonous flame to blaze day and night in my heart so divanishihyajwale judaite na koinu upai and i have not found a relief for this so uh, these are great uh, statements by devotees actually the first step is to, to to find relief is to identify there is a fire if you don't even see there is a fire you will not even try to put it out right you will think okay fire fire that's part of it so mostly it happens in our lives we don't even recognize what's actually going on in our heart unless great devotees tell us what is happening to us in our life the material desires are driving us and they are driving everybody in this world and uh, people don't even realize that how they are being driven by these material desires and they are running here and there and not having the peace so they don't even come to recognize that there is a fire blazing in my heart divanishi hia jwale day and night it is blazing and the material atmosphere in kaliyuga encourages that blazing of the fire you must be highly motivated you must be highly charged up you must be dreaming big you must try to do you know all these things just to increase that blazing fire and everyone thinks yes i must be like that and so they don't even understand and as a result like i was talking to somebody recently and they were i mean we are reading also in the newspapers almost every few months the number of suicides in iits in our country is increasing year after year so these are the best students in our country they went through the most rigorous tests and they have come to the most premier institution in the world they say if you don't get in any of the iit you can go and try in mit or harvard it's so difficult to get into iit <clears throat> so uh, they have made it to those premier institutes and then we hear young boys young girls students in these institutes they just jumped off or hung their hung themselves to a fan or something and how sad how sad this is of course they are trying to find solution someone came up with the idea that you must have a fan special kind of a fan in iits when you try to load it it opens up and it falls down <laughs> good solution <clears throat> maybe 
But I think there must be something more deeper, much more serious solution. This is a serious problem. It's actually because they are being charged up like that with a lot of material desires and sometimes they may not be able to meet the expectation of the peers, of the family, of friends, relatives and they don't know what's going to happen to them and they think that just better end my life. Or we don't know what went goes on in different people's cases. It must be different stories. But the fact is that they didn't know what they are going through and how there is an alternate, alternative, much more happy situation. They were not trained, they were not educated, they were not made aware of these alternatives to life. They think that life is just one dimensional as they have been told by the parents, family, society. And, and if they find difficulties in that one dimensional life, unidirectional life, they think that they must end their lives. <clears throat> so, uh, this whole materialism that you must accomplish, you must make it big, you must, you must achieve this, you, all of these things, actually, it increases the Rajoguna in the living entity's consciousness. And Kali Yuga is especially charged with Rajoguna and Tamoguna. Tamoguna characterized by ignorance of true knowledge and ignorance of alternate life. What is the real purpose of life? And Rajoguna is too much of agitation. So uh, this is what is actually happening and people don't even recognize. As devotees, we have to become more uh, sensitive to our own consciousness sensitive to our own, the workings of our mind, how the mind is, how my mind is working. Devotees have to become sensitive about it. Devotees have to become introspective about it, watchful about the wanderings of the mind that's expected of a devotee. And if we have to become watchful of the mind, it requires a certain amount of tranquility in life. If somebody is chasing, I remember when I was a very, very, I was still in college and I was chanting. And I came to the temple here in Bangalore temple, Gornitai temple, not very far from here. And then I asked one devotee, I'm trying to chant, but my, my mind is, you know, I'm not able to focus on the chanting. So, what should I do? And then the devotee told me, he was a simple young devotee. It stuck in my mind and I, I still see that it is very valuable. Then he quoted this verse, Bhogaishvarya prasaktana taya pahurta chetasam vyavasayatmika buddhi samadhau navidhiyate he quoted that verse, showed me the Bhagavad Gita, and he told me to read that one. That if our Bhogaishwarya Prasaktanam Taya Pahrutha Chetasam, if our minds are attached to Bhoga and Aishwarya, if we are attached to enjoyment in this world, Bhoga 
and aishwarya and opulence you see you see opulence and then you see enjoyment opportunities for enjoyment in this world and if we are attached to it and taya apahrita chetasam and if we are carried away by these concepts of happiness enjoyment and opulence affluence prosperity if we are carried away by that if you have a value system which says wow that's a great thing i must run after that taya pahruta chetasa vyavasayatmika buddhi samadho navidhiyate samadho that absorption that we want when we want to chant with absorption when we want to chant hare krishna holy hear the holy name practice krishna consciousness be absorbed in a higher consciousness samadhau navidhiyate does not come about that determination will not come about if we are attached just like kunti devi also says janmaishwarya shruta shribir edamanam adhapuman ृष्ण if one is janmaishwarya shruta shribhir edamanam adhapuman if someone is edamana edamana is to amplify it expand it if you are if one is thinking of expanding and amplifying janma aishwarya shruta shri great birth great wealth great beauty great learning i should be known as a very learned person edamana mada puman and if one is intoxicated see this are exactly what is happening in the material world this is what conditioned souls are they are intoxicated with the idea of expanding and amplifying janmaishwarya shrutashri if someone is in that consciousness naivarhati uh, one cannot do उटिफिकेशन ग्रॉस एंड सटल there is gross attachment to sense gratification to gratify our senses in different ways with vishaya with indriya vishaya and subtle gratification in the form of admiration in the form of standing out in the form of uh, distinction in the form of uh, adoration by others see <coughs> these are these are the tricks of 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 maya in 
we are, we are as a spiritual organization as a spiritual society we have a culture of being watchful towards these things you see <clears throat> uh, sometimes devotees actually our philosophy is so wonderful and shila prabhupad's explanation somebody was actually pointing out recently one intelligent man he was saying that how uh, you in iskon you devotees or oh, very very intelligent devotees you are attracting then why is it so why is it that so many intelligent people in the country we hear they are joining iskon and all that so actually i was telling him that uh, shila prabhupad's presentation is very very rational for a rational mind prabhupad has given all the sound reasoning and that is that's the beauty of shila prabhupad's presentation the way prabhupad presented all the different spiritual concepts it's very very sad for any inquisitive mind you know what is this life about who am i what this is why there is suffering why even even though good people are suffering this is a big question a lot of people have you know as such a nice they were all good people but they are suffering so there is no god a lot of people come to this kind of a, a conclusion like that <clears throat> out of disappointment because they have not heard alternative explanations so uh Shila Prabhupada has expounded it so well and not only Prabhupada has written it so well and the sadhana program that Prabhupada has designed for us we hear every day we read we are supposed to read and absorb and talk about it and so sometimes we in a in a certain in a some number of years a devotee may learn how to speak this philosophy very well very eloquently very nicely and people will be oh so nice you are explaining and then <coughs> people will glorify us this happens right because you talk a little bit philosophy in kali yuga nobody knows any philosophy even the other religious all the philosophy spiritual organization they have no philosophy at all <clears throat> just some smell breathe nicely and something at all they keep teach when compared to all that ours is f- sound philosophy talk to anybody they'll get impressed and then they'll say oh you're so learned person <laughs> and they'll say all the i mean we are only saying few things that prabhupada has taught us and and we should not get carried away there is a tendency that oh i'm such a good preacher see how nicely i could preach everybody was oh with, with they were just hearing me listening to my philosophy so nicely i was explaining and then they admired me see that's a trick and immediately we start thinking ah oh, i must continue to speak nice philosophy why not because i want to share this knowledge this is krishna's message i want to, because i get nice admiration one can get stuck with that one's motivation to speak philosophy can become the admiration one gets 
This is subtle sense gratification. So, in a spiritual organization like ours, where we are aspiring to come to higher and higher states of consciousness, because <coughs> Bhagavatam, just see these words, Bhagavatam is pointing out, Nirvritha Chitta, completely satisfied. Very, very satisfied consciousness. I remember when I was in college, exams come every few months, exams, tests, something, and you have to study well, right? And then you have to study well and you have to get marks and everybody will, there's comparison and who got highest marks and all those things. So, and we are all part of that race, right? We were all part of that race, trying to study well. So I got once a little bit, you know, started thinking, no, what's the big deal? Even if I study well and I get marks, and then everybody will say, oh, nice marks, oh, got this much. But then after a few days, they'll also keep quiet. They won't, you know, keep doing the same thing. And again, another test comes. Another exam comes. Again, I have to study well because I have to prove myself again. You know, what is this going on again and again? Is there one final exam? One exam. I passed that one. After that, no more. Is there a one final thing that I do that? So it was, you know, again and again study, do something. And then again, everybody will forget. Again, another exam comes. Again, I have to. He's <coughs> chasing this admiration. Being admired by people. What a crazy thing this is. It puts you in so much anxiety. Then, uh, of course, I, then I came in touch with Krishna consciousness and then read in Srila Prabhupada's books. Yam labdva cha param labham manyate nadikam tata. There is one thing you can achieve. You, once you achieve that, you will see that there is no higher thing to be achieved. Because that's the highest. You see? <clears throat> so, <coughs> I'm sorry. There is that state of consciousness, Nirvratha Chitta, where one becomes fully satisfied. That's the state of consciousness Bhagavatam wants to offer. It's called Nirvrata Chitta. Fully satisfied. Just like when you, are, when you are very hungry, you are waiting for good food, and then you eat, eat, sometimes we may even overeat. And then after you are overeaten, another plate, a full plate, something is brought to you. Hey, no, I am fully satisfied. If somebody forces you, no, 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 I don't want. See, because you're satisfied. Actually, the conditioned soul consciousness is never satisfied. That also Krishna explains. Dushpurena analena cha. Again, another fire example. Avrutam gnanametena gnanino nityavairina kamarupena kaunteya dushpurena analena cha. This karma is such that sense gratification is such gross or subtle is such that dushpurena 
Purena means Purena. You eat well. Oh, Purena, I have complete now. No more. This karma is such that Dushpurena Analena Cha. It's a blazing fire which can never be satiated. That is the nature of Kama Rupa, the pursuit of Kama. And that is what we are all pursuing. We have been pursuing it for ages, for life after life. And now, having come to spiritual life, now at least we should not pursue. You see? But it's not easy to give it up. Kama rupena dushpurena lalena cha. This come to this satiated consciousness. So here in today's verse, uh, Parikshit Maharaj is disclosing there is a way how to come to that satiated consciousness. What is that formula? Uttama shloka padayo chaya. To come under the shade of the lotus feet of Krishna, Uttama shloka. So, in spiritual life, the spiritual culture is how we can come to the shade of the lotus feet of Krishna, where we will become nirvrata chitta, we will become peaceful and satisfied, and not run after gross or subtle gratification of the senses. So, if we if we are, if we don't learn this, if we don't learn this, there is a fire blazing. Day and night this is blazing in my heart and I must put it out. If we don't come to this realization, then we will not seek. Only when you see fire, you will look for a fire extinguisher. If you don't even see fire, you will not look for a fire extinguisher. And the fire extinguisher, the one which can that which can put out this fire is Uttama Shloka Padayo Chaya. And Prabhupada has quoted in the purport, Narottam Das Thakur has sung Nitai Pada Kamala Koti Chandra Sushitala Echayai Jagata Judai. So, uh, Narottam Das Thakur wrote this song. He called this song, the song is, title of the song is Manashiksha. It's an instruction to the mind. Uh, how often we are in touch with the mind, actually? We are in touch with the mind always. So mind is constantly guiding our consciousness. Consciousness is the awareness. Mind performs certain functions. Intelligence performs certain functions. These are all cognitive functions. But consciousness is the awareness of the mental thoughts. We are conscious of our thoughts. We are conscious of our intelligence. So, uh, in Vedic description of psychology, there is mind, 
there is sense, uh, there is intelligence, and there is a sense of identity, ahamkara. Aham is self-identity. Ahamkara means something that creates or makes that identity, ahamkara. So, and usually it is the false ahamkara. I am man, I am woman, I am intelligent man. <coughs> I am this many years old. This is the ahamkara. Identity. So, but thinking, intellectual function, discerning good from wrong, wrong from right, good from bad, problem solving, memory, these are all features of intelligence. Actually, these are all cognitive functions. And soul has all of these cognitive functions intrinsically. But in the material world, some of the cognitive functions are delegated to different material elements. There is a material element called the mind, which is the cognitive function of the soul of creating thoughts is delegated to the mind. And the cognitive function of discerning is delegated to intelligence. The cognitive function of having an identity is delegated to ahankara. And cognitive function is not just, it's not a, just at the cognitive level, it manifests itself into activities. And that is delegated to the gross senses, karma indriya and jnana indriyas. So the soul, when it comes into the material world, it hands over, delegates all of some of these cognitive functions to different things. And that's how we get a bhumira ponalo vayuhu kammano buddhirevacha. We have, we get a material body with these eight elements. And apart from that, we are actually the consciousness. So we should become conscious of our thoughts, of our mind, of our intelligence, how they are working in pursuit of sense gratification. And then when we realize that this is dushpurena, this running after all these things, is not going to satisfy me how to put off the fire. And for that, Narottam Das Thakur is giving this instruction that Nithai Pada Kamala Koti Chandra Sushitala Echaya Jagata Judai. And then he is saying, the whole world can take shelter of the lotus feet of Nityananda Prabhu. And uh, then, Nityan, uh, then the song goes, uh, Heno nithai bhine bhai radha krishna phai tenai druda khori dharo nithai arpai Heno nithai bhine bhai This is the nature of Nityananda Prabhu. He can give shelter at his lotus feet and whole world can find uh, relief there. Judai, judai means relief. When you are blazing in your area of blazing fire, what do you need? You need relief, right? And lotus feet of Nityananda Prabhu can give that relief. Heno nithai bhine bhai. Without that, if you don't take shelter of Nityananda Prabhu, Radha Krishna pai tenai. 
you can never attain Radha Krishna. If you want to attain Radha Krishna, you must take shelter of Nityananda Prabhu's lotus. Dhruda Kori Dharo Nithayar Phaya. Hence, make a firm determination. Narutam Das Thakur is advising us. Or we must advise our mind. Hold on. Dharo Nithayar Phaya. Dhruda Kori. Firmly hold on to the lotus feet of Nityananda Prabhu. Nithai na bholile mukhe majilo samsara sukhe. So these are all very beautiful instructions of Narottam Dastaku. If you don't chant Nityananda's name, if you don't call out to Nityananda Prabhu, what will happen? Majilo samsara sukhe. You will be absorbed in material pleasures. You see, we come to Krishna consciousness understanding that yes, I must not be running after sense gratification. That was just an intellectual conviction. It is possible even in spiritual culture we can be looking for sense gratification. Gross or subtle. That is called majilo samsara sukhe. Still be absorbed in material pleasures, even in the spiritual life. It's possible because we are an institution and in institution you have designations, you have titles, you have hierarchies, you have different facilities given in the institution. We could be running after all these things in the institutional format and be absorbed in. That is why majilo samsara sukhe Samsara Sukhe Majilo, being absorbed in material pleasures. We should come to this realization that no, I should not be after these material pleasures. When can you achieve that? When will you come to that? Unless you chant and call out Nityananda Prabhu. That's what Nitai na bholile mukhe. You don't call out for Nityananda's help. For his mercy, samsara majilo samsara sukhe. Vidya khule ki khori bethar. All your great learning, vidya khule, great, great society, great uh, family you were born in, khula, great khula. Vidya khule ki khori bethar. None of these things are going to actually give you relief. It's not going to help you. So, don't run after these things. Call out Nityananda Prabhu's holy name and he will free you from majilo samsara, being absorbed in material pleasures. Like this Narottam Das Thakur's wonderful prayers. And that will bring us to a state of consciousness that Parikshit is talking about. Mahatam Kalu Viprashe Uttama Shloka Padayo Chaya Nirvrutta Nirvrutha Chitta. It can bring us to a state where we are very, very peaceful, very, very satisfied under the shade of the lotus feet of the Lord, where we won't be pursuing sense gratification, which is actually a, a, a blazing fire. And hence, 
when one is in such a shelter of the shade of the lotus feet of the lord na kutumbe spruha matihi one one's consciousness will not be attached to uh, just pleasures of family life this is what i have heard but then viprarshe you said that priyavrata was such a great mahatam great devotee but you are saying he gave up all that renounced law renounced life and he came and became married got married not one wife two wives and had many children and started ruling how did this happen what is going on it looks like a contradictory thing he must have been a, a nivrutta chitta he was under uttama pada uttama shloka pada yo chhaya so what happened to him can you please explain so uh, this whole chapter is unfolding of this wonderful uh, features of devotional service prabhupad will point out in the in these verses and these purports we'll continue to discuss we'll stop here grantharaj shrimad bhagavatam ki shila prabhupad ki jai